welcome back to the Circle of the Drain podcast with your hosts, Adam. And Ryan. And Jared. And we have a very special guest, in my opinion, though I think Ryan no, doesn't I agree don't. with me. Least notable guest that we've had so far. Rich Kuchar. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Dude, that was, that was pretty good. Yes. That was pretty good. Thank you. Welcome. Ooh. Welcome. Thank you for having me on the Circle of the Drain podcast. I appreciate it. <laughs> Is this your first podcast? It's my first podcast. Yeah, I yes. can tell. I can tell. But yeah. I, by the way you're holding the microphone, Rich, though, you are no new hat to talking in the microphone. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you you've got experience in this. I can tell. Listen, you just act like it's a, you know ice cream cone and you just go with it. It's the, the most Joe Biden thing you've ever done. Good for you. <laughs> just don't get it wet, okay? It doesn't belong to us. I'm going to try not to. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, it's not ours. <laughs> So I think what we should start off by doing is uh, telling some stories about raising these two knuckleheads. Because as, listen, I told them in episode one that we are supremely disappointed in both of them. And I was joking then, but over the last nine episodes, I think I may have been right. Like... I mean, I I guess. I mean, something had to happen in there that caused yeah. this. I mean, nine nine episodes of what what is that? Like nine weeks? A little no, more? More, more than weeks. that. More yeah. than that. Like I think it ended up being like 10 or 12. Yeah. We shoot. But episode 10, I mean, that's double that's digits. Big. Yep. We should have found a bigger guest. <laughs> We're two hands now. Yeah. Two yeah. hands. That's right. true. Good yes. point. Well, what do you got? I'd love to hear some some stories about a young Ryan. They're probably not true. Well, I would have to say um, the moms really stole a lot of my thunder. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, because they covered, you know, Ryan Wiggle. Um, they covered the the poop. Um, yes. The poop books. Mm-hmm. All of the books ending in, you know, Ryan Summer. Or someone going poop or, or, you know, one of those types of things. Invisible Friends. Oh, the Invisible yep. Friends. I mean, how could we go wrong with the yeah. Invisible Friends? I mean, that was just amazing. I was in Shmawai, so I, I had to hear it from yeah. a different yeah. you know, area. Code. How was the audio quality from You know, from it Shmawai? was... It, Podcast wise, yeah, stellar. Yeah, yeah, mm, that's good. Yeah, I, I could, I got it all just, the, yeah. just the way I should. Good which, trip, good oh trip. Oh my goodness, yeah. beautiful, nice. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think a place like Shmawai would be just a an A plus trip. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm, well, I'm glad. Pants pajamas. Glad. How, how long was the flight there? <laughs> you know, I slept the whole time, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I. Adam, see, Adam's, Adam was funny, you know, um, when I, specifically one of the things that I remember most was he was impossible to put to bed. This, this little nerd, you would lay him down in his like big boy bed, right? Like he's out of a crib and now he's in a, like a child's bed. You know, the ones that are closer to the ground. So just in case they roll out, it's, it's only like a foot from the ground you could you could hear him and i promise you he's like jumping double feet out of the bed and just running across the floor to come out of his room and then like a secret soldier he's snaking his way down the stairs to get to get wherever he wants to go and so we would put him to bed and jen and i would be on the couch and we'd be watching a show and before you know it you just see this gigantic child's head <laughs> stick around a corner right and like look at us and he he thinks like he's either invisible or he's super you know just stealthy about it at this time Jen and I are eating popcorn and Adam army crawls like <laughs> like he's in some super secret mission under the coffee table next to us, and Jen and I are looking at each other. We are cracking up, and he's he's really quiet. And then and he slinks in front of the couch, and then he sits in front of us, super chill, and then he climbs up between us, doesn't say a word, 
And then after about a minute, his little hand goes over the bowl and he just starts eating popcorn out of the bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And we are just eating it up. It's the sweetest thing ever, right? But he he sneaks out of his room, down the stairs, and he must think like, man, this is great. I got got him. him. They don't even know I'm here. (laughs) <laughs> and and I I couldn't help it. It was like I wanted to just let him sit there and eat popcorn. And I think we probably let him for a couple minutes, and then we scooped him up and carried him back upstairs. <laughs> but just <laughs> so sweet, yeah. You know, it. You didn't have a mean bone in your body, and you still don't, which I love. But uh, I get pretty mean. Just yeah. I mean, only in joking. I don't yeah. think I could genuinely be like mean to someone, yeah, unless they were like. Yeah, really mean, and I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> what would yeah. cause you to be mean to somebody, dude? I don't know. Like what ticks you off? It's always the small things. Small things. That that's that's what gets me. And I don't know if you're planning to tell them, but it's just like tell them inconvenient things. I yep. mean, like it's stubbing your toe. It's almost tripping over nothing. It's dropping like your fork on the ground, and it's just unnecessarily loud. Yep. Or what about when? When you drop a pencil or a pen and it it Rolls bounces too far. just too far out of your reach, so you have you to get, get up get out up of that now. chair. <laughs> oh, it, it's just that like the, the culmination of those things over time. Yeah, right. that's what makes yep. that's what makes me. That is just the worst. Irritable. I agree. To falling down. I agree. Like you're just gonna carry a baseball bat with you to work. And you're, have oh, you ever man. seen the movie Falling Down? No. no. Oh, dude, this average everyday guy is just so sick and tired of taking crap from from his world that he just loses it and he just starts freaking out i mean the smallest the smallest michael douglas right oh Oh, yeah Yeah. man he just loses it man (laughs) (laughs) so yeah don't 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 do that but yeah i won't (laughs) i do know what you mean though about stubbing your toe and yeah yeah that kind of stuff for sure yeah so some stories about Ryan. Mm. <clears throat> you know, he he definitely snuck out of his room and, and was not much of a, a sleeper or napper. But um, one of the really good ones, well, not good ones, but one of, one of the many that I have is um, it was one Christmas. He was probably about three or four. And, you know, I would always go shopping with, with the kids and, you know, we'd get presents for Katie and, you know, we'd wrap them and, you know, bring them downstairs. And, you know, it's a secret. You don't want her to know what we got. And, um I wasn't home at the time, but uh, we put him under the tree, and Ryan was, he was just super excited. You know, he's, he's helping, and he's, he's just awesome. It was great, and, you know, he was excited to help, and he he tells Katie, he's like, um, I'm not going to tell you what wrapping paper we used to wrap your watch that we got you. <laughs> <laughs> so she immediately calls me at work and she's like so i heard you got me a watch and i'm like hmm, wonder how that happened right and i was like wow ryan you're such a neat. so secrets yeah. with ryan good are probably not good to have <laughs> i was a very smart individual as a child um yeah you still are thanks adam appreciate you're so it welcome i appreciate you oh yeah and then you know he loves baseball as we as we all yeah. know ryan loves baseball but um you know, there was one DVD that we had for you young listeners out there. That's something you put into a machine and it plays <laughs> on your television. <laughs> um, it was of the 2005 White Sox World Series Big video. Time. I mean, yep. huge, huge, yep. huge video. He would actually run around the living room and act it out as they were winning the World Series. It was the cutest <laughs> thing. They didn't. They, did they only lose one game that run? The whole playoff. The entire playoff run? One, yeah. Yep. Man, I'm telling you. Yeah, and they got hot late. Yeah, but that was a fun team. I, I the reason I remember it is because I'm a huge, uh, pardon me, a huge Cubs fan. But that was the first time I remember the White Sox being likable. Before, they always seemed a little gruff. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't care for AL, AL baseball as much as I like NL baseball. So I, I lean, and of course, my my family, like my grandparents, specifically my grandmother, raised me on Channel Nine WGN. Cubs baseball in the afternoon. And so that was very normal for me. But looking back, I just, I, there wasn't anything about the White Sox that I thought were, I'm used to the lovable losers, right? So when I look at the Sox and think, dude, these guys, there's nothing lovable about these guys. I mean, they just play baseball. <laughs> that was very weird for me. Yeah. You know? yeah. But the, the 2005 White Sox, that was a fun team to watch. Yeah. And I, I loved watching it too. On, 
the video after because of course I was what I would have been one one year a, yeah I would have been a year old when when they were winning so <laughs> yeah yeah you were in um doing game two when when they hit the Kinerko hit the grand slam mm-hmm. I I jumped up and started screaming on the couch and Katie looks at me and she's like shh Ryan's sleeping Be quiet. I'm like this is the world series <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he can sleep when he's dead <laughs> we're winning the world series <laughs> that's awesome well Kind of staying on the the baseball side of things, um, I, I, we're gonna have to. This is a long way around the barn to get here, but um, you know when there's like a, a crime scene, you know, and, and they they do the the chalk outline around Absolutely. around people. So there's this funny thing that happens in baseball when um, you know when the guys you know make a bad play or fall down or run into the wall and they don't see it coming. You know, a lot of the next day in batting practice, the guys will go out there and take tape. And they'll tape it up on the wall like their their outline. So Ryan was probably about twelve years old. Actually, not probably. He was twelve years old. Him and Michael were sharing a room at this point, and uh, he's sleeping on the bottom bunk. And um, one night, all of a sudden, we just hear a big thud, and Ryan falls out of bed. Literally, just fell out of bed as a twelve yeah, year old. That's true. I did do that. I mean, it, we just took the rails off, so I mean, it was, it was bound to happen. Right. Um, now the reels came off like give or take a few years. I don't know if that was twelve. <laughs> I feel like we fifteen and uh, <laughs> probably take more take more more take than give. <laughs> so so the next day, I was telling the story to to Katie and to to Michael about how they you know they tape on the walls. And so what we did was I'm gonna pass this around. This isn't good for radio or podcast, but oh, we'll just we'll um, just post it. We'll post it. We can sure. post it. This was the picture of the of we taped it on his floor. <laughs> Of his body on the ground. It's a stick figure. <laughs> it's a stick figure. Oh, Ryan's it's really laying funny. on the ground. Yeah, so, is he funny. smiling in it, or is it a frown face? You know, it looks like a frown face, but I'm pretty sure when he when he fell, he was smiling. Wow. So, there's another part of this story, and I don't know if it helps or hurts my cause, but um, that night that that happened, Michael was sick. Or like Michael got sick. So my mom, it was the middle of the night. My mom's in there helping him. And I go, mom, I fell out of bed. And she's so concerned with Michael. She's like, she just like turns and snaps. And she's like, your brother's sick. I'm trying to help him. And like maybe it's because it was like early in the morning and she was just angry that she was up or she was up. But man, that really made me feel, feel even better about flying There's out of no bed. There's no way. There's no way your mom did that to you. No, I, I, that's 100% true. That is 100% wow. true. Uh, we're gonna have to fact check. That. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. Well, you can ask her. It happened. Yeah. I, I promise. We'll we'll check it out. In the right. podcast world. Don't right. don't take his word for it. No, you can take my word. It's true. <laughs> you know, it's funny talking about what makes Adam mad. There's not a whole lot of instances where I've actually seen him lose his cool. But one time, I think we were on the way to Yellowstone. Dude, you lost it on Lorelai, your sister. Which time was this? This is well. This is uh, the nightstand next to the. Oh my gosh! I thought that was in Disney. No, I see. That's what I thought too. Mom corrected me. She said that this was on on the Yellowstone trip. Wow! So we are driving cross country <laughs> to get to Yellowstone for a vacation, and the kids are fighting. They're fi- they're fighting about. Um, who is going to sleep next to? Because, you know, when you get a hotel room, you, we, we always get two queens. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, the kids will sleep in one, obviously, right? Yep. So they're fighting because there's only one nightstand next to their bed. And so both of them, want. I'm assuming they want to sleep next to that nightstand because they want to plug their phone in yeah. or something like that. Uh-huh. Well, it's almost like calling shotgun in the car. One of them called it earlier or on a different hotel as we were making our way to Yellowstone. But this was supposed to be like Adam's turn to sleep next to the nightstand. And dude, he was not going to give an inch to his sister. He's like, I'm sleeping next to the nightstand. Lord, my period. And he like stomps his foot. I mean, he puts his foot down and we are losing it. We have never seen this kid like stand up for himself or get mad ever. He's so Let's chill. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. The dadgum nightstand was the deal breaker. He was not going to bend. So wherever this kid winds up, 
You better have a nightstand. Hopefully there's next a nightstand. Because, <laughs> because he's going to fight you for it. No, I want the nightstand. <laughs> oh. yeah. so, so what was the, what, what, the nightstand? I mean, what was the big, what I was mean, the big deal? I forget. I think it was literally just that Lorelai always got it no matter where we went. She always got Classic the nightstand. And I was just like, I want the nightstand. Yep. Lorelai was very bossy as a child, to me specifically, mm. because I'm a younger brother, so that makes sense. But it was just like, I wasn't having it. That... You didn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I got it. You did get it. I did? You did. Go oh, good did. for you. Good oh, for wow. you. Um, that and stuff falling out of my sandwich. Oh, dude. If my fan- sandwich fell apart... Day ruined. You were inconsolable yeah. when your sandwiches fell apart, dude. <laughs> like, that was the only thing that would really get to you. But, like, he'd have some big double-decker sandwich, and if the bud start, bun started to slide or a piece of cheese or meat started to slide off the... Dude, he wasn't going to eat it. Like, we would throw it down. It would start crying. <laughs> like, he was little, right? Yeah. But I'm like, man, push the thing together and keep eating. Don't Just worry it about it. Just put back together, it's, man. Yeah, it's still good. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ryan, Ryan loves ham sandwiches, so we can talk about uh, that a little bit. No. Dude, ham is great. No, it's not. I don't like you ham. You don't like ham? No. Wow. Ham is like, I don't like any type of ham. No. I know. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't like ham, like like deli ham, or like even like a Christmas ham. Dude. Don't like it. I don't like ham. Oh, well, I found out the hard way, too. So yeah. all we had in the in the fridge, it was, it was after church and... um he was he was pretty little actually and, and made him a ham sandwich and he he refused to eat it and I said, Well, that's like a good dad would do. You're not getting up until you eat it. Bingo. Yep. So how long did you sit there? Uh, probably hours. It felt like hours, but I think I, I don't gave know. I don't know. I, I mean was, I hope I don't know. But yeah, I mean the the table yeah, that was a, a rough place for me sometimes because I mean I'm i I'm not picky but like I have what I'd like. And when I was younger I would not eat something that i wouldn't like and also just to show the nazi that my father is wow. he used to make us ask he used to say now ask to be excused and we used to have to say may i be excused that's and then just good say, parenting well yeah, yeah. i left called? out the never mind i won't say that <laughs> those are called I was, I was just trying to set some manners in yes. the house yeah. you know uh-huh. eventually you're gonna go to dinner with some important person yeah. possibly right. your special someone and Correct. you're gonna want to have some manners <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, you don't want to you don't want to roll in there like a total right. animal. Well, that's right with your elbows on I the guess. table. Yeah, no grunting. elbows on the table. That was a big thing. No oh. elbows on the table. No chewing with your mouth open. No chewing with your mouth open. That's a huge thing. We still got to work on that with Michael, but we'll yeah. talk about that later. Michael's got no manners. Well, <laughs> I gave up after the first one. Jan <laughs> yeah. and Henry, we don't even know where they are right now. It's not so much uh, a funny story about Adam. Uh, it more, it's about a terrible parenting story about myself, but. Mm. Um, Jen left Adam in my care to go shopping one day. <laughs> what are you laughing no, about? I think, I think I know what the story is. <laughs> well, the one, and, here, o- so the okay. one and only the time. One and only <laughs> so obviously time. he knows. Yeah, right. And I was, I was watching baseball. Adam's playing with, uh, yeah, it must have been like a truck or something like that behind the couch. She's like, okay, I'm running to the store. And I said, okay, great. And um, I can hear him. Right, running his truck around and and playing middle of the afternoon, maybe like a Saturday, something like that, and beautiful sunny day. I'm watching the Cubs, and dude, like forty minutes later, Jen comes home. She's like, "Where's Adam?" I said, "He's in the front room. He's playing with his cars. Right, he's playing with his truck." She's like, "No, he's not, Jared. This kid goes out the front door." crosses the street and is playing with a basketball in a neighbor's yard, like in a neighbor's garage. And so Jen, driving down the street, sees her two-year-old, says, oh, that that kid looks a lot like like Adam. Yeah. Playing with some rando basketball in some neighbor's garage. And and I'm just idiot dad watching baseball like a jerk while his kid is crossed the street. Man. Thanks a lot, dude. You got me in a bunch of trouble. Yeah, that's your fault. Yeah. You couldn't just stay put. I consciously made that decision knowing what was going on. I would have gotten you a basketball had you asked for one. You didn't have to. And here I am today, and I don't like playing basketball. (laughs) You don't. Yeah. 
And I knew that then. Right. <laughs> all for nothing. All for nothing. <laughs> that was personal. That's dad of the year right Man. there. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you. You, you would have won if that didn't happen. Well, were you really watching it or were you just... Were you watching it, but like with your eyes closed, like no, my I, dad tends I, to do? <laughs> I can't tell you if just, I fell I'm asleep just, or not. Just resting my eyes. Right. That's what he likes to say. <laughs> just all, it's always rest. It's just rest. Yeah. Just resting my eyes. When you're dead, you get it where you can find it. That's the thing, mm. right? It's not always. Right. It doesn't come at night. Always. Sometimes <laughs> you're sitting on the couch and you need you need 15 minutes to rest your eyes. That's yeah. the best you can do. Oh yeah, Brian, you heard the Papa Tom story, right? Yeah, about how he just you just fall asleep everywhere. <laughs> yep. So so Tom, Katie's Katie's dad, um, he used to just fall asleep everywhere. I mean, he worked night shift, so you know it was just always assumed, implied that whenever we go somewhere, we have dinner, and you know Tom's sleeping and whatever, straight up on the couch. So my brother and I, brother-in-law and I, took him to the Western Golf Association, um, the, the what is now known as a BMW tournament, and um, it was the day after he had been on nights so he hasn't slept much and he just plopped his chair down and uh, he's sitting by the green and jason and i leave and next thing you know we're like this is before you know cell phones and all that so you know we're we're walking around and like where's tom where's tom and we walk by and he's literally sleeping in the chair on the green wow and and players are going by and there's a bunch of people so we're like yeah we'll just leave him no big deal (laughs) we didn't think anything of he's taking a nap so next thing i know like the the term is pretty much no one's coming through that hole anymore. And Tom is literally sitting there in his chair, still sleeping. And he ended up being on TV. They panned him. And, and Katie's uncle calls. It's like, I think I just saw Tom on TV. <laughs> so at his, at his funeral, we, we told that story. Or, I'm sorry. I didn't tell the story. Uncle Bob told that story because yeah. uh, they always had a competition to see who could sleep uh, wherever we were going sure. and who gets there quicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess sleeping's sleeping's part of the family. Yeah, well, resting your eyes. What's one of your favorite stories? My favorite stories, yeah. like just growing up, you know, of on the spot. I, it's gonna take me a second. Can't think of one. Shoot. Oh, I got one. If if you're if yeah, you go need ahead, a go ahead. I gotta think. So I I mean, I don't know. The old skate land. Is was a, a treasured place for me in my childhood. For me too. Yeah, I mean, so I, we used to go there. I don't know, pretty frequently, I guess. Um, but one time, I was I don't know how old I was, but me and my dad were there, and we were skating around, and he he was skating, and I was probably uh, what? What do you think? Six, six or seven? Yeah, six or seven. Okay. I, I want to say it was like a school. So that puts thing. you about mid thirties, roughly. Yeah. So this my thirty year old probably older father is skating around skateland and this he he just wipes out he does the full like um charlie brown is like whoop boom and he and he falls on his butt and the the teenager workers like sir sir are you okay and i'm i'm like seven-year-old me is just flying around the place like just skating and not, not at all concerned if his dad's no okay, yeah, by no the way. of course no, no. And he he's just on his butt and he's like struggling to get up. He's like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So yeah, just I don't get my skating talents from my father. <laughs> no, not at all. Not that I have skating talents, but like if well, I did, I wouldn't I, get them from my father. I am famously awful at skating and ice skating specifically. Mm. Um, not necessarily the memory I wanted to talk about, but I think I was on a trip with the scouts up at a luge campout in Lake Michigan. Yeah, Muskegon. Um, Muskegon. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And um, one of my friends, we we were all on the ice. We all had our ice skates on. We were just messing around. And one of them, he's like, we're just like pushing each other around. I fall backwards. My head hits the ice first. So if you can imagine, I just fall back. Back of my head hits the ice. And I almost got a concussion. Almost. Um, I was really worried about you. Yeah. Because I, I was asking you, hey, man, like. It's to the point to where I, I'm, I watched him go back of the head to ice, and and I'm trying to dis- decide, like, do I, should I be taking him to the hospital, or or is he okay to to stay? And and I just I needed some kind of reassurance from him, like he's with me, he can, he's understanding. He doesn't look starry eyed. He doesn't. He just looks like he, he got hurt a little bit. And he's not incredibly big, so 
but it looked worse. Maybe it looked worse than maybe it was. But and I'm yeah, but I kind of was freaking out then because yeah. I I was really worried that that you, that you took a nasty one. Yeah. Um. So I don't like ice skating. <laughs> if any of you wanted to know that. But the memory I wanted to talk about was um on the bus when Lorelai's friend said hi to me in like fifth grade. Oh, dude, that's a good story. Oh my gosh. I, it's, it's so funny because Lorelai likes to make me look like the stupidest person ever when she tells a story about me. Because at the time, it was just, I was sitting in my seat, completely quiet, like looking out the window, like I always do. And then somebody's just like, oh, hey. And I look over, I'm like, what? But I didn't say anything. I was just confused. But some girl, I, I don't know how old she was. She was in Lorelai's grade, though, at that point. Yeah, so she was a couple seventh, years. Grade. Yeah, she was a couple years old. Um, and then I just, I look like, what? Yeah. Like, th- <laughs> that's what it looked like to Lorelai, apparently, because she embarrassed me in front of my parents telling that story hundreds of times, <laughs> Lore- embarrassed me in front of plenty of people telling that story. Lorelai comes home and just is like, dude, you should have seen Adam's face. Some girl was talking to him on the bus, and he just had this <laughs> eyes as big as saucer, mouth open. You know, like wouldn't answer her. It, she making it super dramatic. Yeah. Like Adam was just so lost in the moment that some you, you know older woman was talking to him. <laughs> Adam's never been good at talking to women. I know, still, still not. But yeah, I, I've grown. I've grown to enjoy when people tell embarrassing stories about me because it happens so much <laughs> so that many. it's just kind of like. Like, I don't care anymore. I used to <laughs> love good. just tricking the kids, telling them blatant lies about, oh about things. Just to try to get a reaction from them, right? Um, I think I told them... One of them asked about dinosaurs. It, it came up on Jen's Facebook like feed the other day. Um they asked if people were around when dinosaurs and i said yeah actually it's it's been scientifically proven that jesus rode around on a velociraptor <laughs> and <laughs> and the kids you know, they're both just looking at me like are you kidding me like like his points his coolest points were climbing <laughs> and jen can never just be cool and go with me on it no, she neither start, can Katie. It's she like, starts on. laughing. It blows the doors off the whole joke. It's like, come on. I know. I just keep saying, be cool, baby. <laughs> be cool, baby. Come on. <laughs> be cool, honey bunny. <laughs> so, yeah, I told him that uh, he ordered chicken nuggets. We oh, were in line. No. Yes. We were in line at uh, McDonald's. And uh, I said, what do you want? And he's like, uh, chicken nuggets. Jen's sitting, you know, in the passenger seat. Lorelai is in the back. And I start laughing. I said, what did you call them? He's like, chicken nuggets. I said, you think that they're chicken nuggets? He's like, yeah. I said, babe, they're kitten nuggets. Have you, do you think that they've been chicken this whole time? <laughs> I said, dude, that's cat. What are you guys going to Chinese restaurants? <laughs> Get your chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we're you just got taken off Spotify, everybody. Sorry, no. It, so <laughs> so uh, Jen's playing along, right? She's 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 like, yeah, they're they're cats, and he's like, no, no, they're not. And I said, yeah, dude, they're t- they're cats, they're kitten nuggets. We get to the window, and there's two workers at McDonald's, and they're arguing. And the guy taking our order says, cat fight. And I look at the mirror. I'm like, see, the cats are fighting in there. It was totally perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> and then watching him eat his chicken nuggets, he's like checking them out, checking out the sauce. He's not sure if he wants to try them again. And that went on for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that joke. That lie. <laughs> you tricked Man. me. Man. That and babies having tails. Babies born. are born with tails. I tried to convince the I convinced Adam that babies were born All, with tails. Okay. He told me that uh, and, and initially I was just like, no, no way. You know, I this has happened so many times. You tell me something ridiculous right. and then you try to make me believe it. I'm not believing it. And then he looks it up on Google. Sure. And of course, he finds images of babies born with tails. Right. And so now I'm like, wait. Well, are they? We have a tailbone, right? right? Yeah. 
They and told them we dock them. We dock them as soon as they're born. Because, you know, there's no reason for babies to have tails anymore. No, I mean, I, that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See if it'll work again. <laughs> Don't you do that to me. <laughs> Don't you start. <laughs> yeah, that was another good one. Yeah. Well. Yeah, so you're both great fathers from those mm-hmm. stories. Well, thank I, I've you, grown Ryan. so much kind from of those experiences. That. <laughs> that's awesome. That, I'll tell you what, that's part of the reason I had kids. It's not because I wanted to, you know... I wanted to replace myself in the world. I just wanted to trick you. Wow. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. I just wanted to have someone to play with. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Wanted to That's... be a kid again. An excuse. Yeah. It has been the most fun just hanging out with you two nerds. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah, I have to say it has very been fun. Cool. It, it has been. It has been very fun. Ryan and I have had on we've gone on many trips uh with his baseball escapades and yeah, uh, it's definitely been a lot of fun. And uh, mm-hmm. which which one was your favorite trip? Um, which one? Like, are you talking recently? Or are you talking about, like long time ago? Are you talking? Oh, either way. I don't know, probably. I mean, the coolest one I think is going to California because um, that was well, I was nine, and my team like we won like a like a tournament, I guess, and we qualified to go to California. And this is my first time. I guess I had flown before, but. First time that I remember flying. And we somehow, we got these, we ended up with first class flight tickets. So I'm nine years old and my first flight that I remember is first class. And there's a huge screen in front of me and I'm just like, I'm just in heaven. Yeah. And do you want, I mean, there, so I don't, another food thing with me is they, so you're on a first class flight and they serve you a meal on the way there. And it so, was, I don't remember what the main part was, but it also came with um, what I thought were mashed potatoes. And I love mashed potatoes, like even then. Um, and so I take this huge, huge um, scoop of mashed potatoes and, I, and I just, I'm just scarfing them in my mouth. And I realize these don't taste like mashed potatoes. It's because they were grits. Mm. And wow, these grits, tricked. I was tricked. And I did not like those grits, so I did not eat them, and I still have not eaten grits to this day since that flight. So was that the first time? That was the first time. That was the first time, grits. and I didn't like them. Yeah. And I might like them now, but I'm not going to try them. No. Because of that experience. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you probably shouldn't have tried them on an airline, though. <laughs> well, yeah. it's okay. not the best grits. What's yeah. the deal with airline food? What's the hmm. deal? <laughs> yeah. There's also an interesting kind of... Um, Interesting story from that trip, too. You had to save me in the ocean. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so... I almost died. So, similar to Adam hitting his head and Jared, you being seriously concerned, yeah. we were we were in California. Went to, we had an off day, and we went down to Laguna Beach with the, with the kids, and we were everyone was swimming, and... <clears throat> excuse me. The... Um, you know the current was it was it was strong and they're 9 years old I and mean, they don't they don't understand you know how you got to respect the water and and they just kept getting further and further out and next thing i know like the rip current grabs Ryan and he's he's going under and so i literally am standing on the beach i hand a stranger my cell phone and my wallet and i said here hold this and i go running into the water screaming dive in swim out to him literally pull him up save him from literally drowning in the in the pacific ocean how far out was he oh i mean i pr- i feel like i got pulled out pretty far i mean i don't remember you did i mean and and by the time i got there too there was also a lifeguard um pretty close by those yeah. coming to coming yeah. to help and you know i was i was thinking oh my gosh how am i going to explain this to katie that i took him to california for a baseball trip and, and then, yeah right and, and then, then that terrible happens. yeah right. so yeah you know. so yeah i almost there was almost no me sitting here today that would have been that was scary now, when you were swimming in that, I mean, did you notice that rib current? I mean, because that's dangerous for adults. It's yeah. not just like little people, right? No, I noticed it too. And I was actually concerned for myself as well because I'm a decent swimmer, but I'm I'm not ocean strong swimmer. No. So when that happened, the only thing I could think of was I got to get him out of the water. And right. it, I was just worried about his safety and getting right. him out. Yeah, pretty scary. Scary stuff. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. I was in the, the Atlantic Ocean side, um, and we were in Florida Keys. In fact, we were vacationing with the Yosts at the time, and we were in Bahia Honda. Um, great little spot to swim, but rip current coming off that peninsula, it was just pushing me out to open water. And I'm getting dragged, 
and I'm trying to swim across that current, and I'm a terrible swimmer. And I can, I'm watching, we were just going to swim to an outcropping, like a stone out, outcropping, and then swim around and then come back. It wasn't that far. But Misty, Jen, Don, they're all watching me just struggle. And, and they're, maybe it just looks like to them that I'm a crummy swimmer and I'm not making any headway, but, but I was in serious trouble. And by the time I get to the outcropping, man, I just collapsed because I was exhausted. But yeah, that, that, those currents are no joke. Yeah, the ocean's no joke. You cannot mess <laughs> yeah, around yeah. up there. It's, it's, yeah, that's scary stuff. So you want to talk about uh, the worst? Do we have time? What time is it? Oh, 28. Yeah. yeah. You, you talking about the worst uh, food item? All right. So as as you all know, very passionate about talk or like we like talking about food. We do. We like talking about food on this podcast. And uh, I had the idea of what is the worst fast food item you can buy mm. you go to a fast food place and like somebody's like yeah i want a blank and you actually you actively dislike them now because of what they ordered like it what they ordered was that bad kitten nuggets <laughs> you got to be the funniest guy i know i am you know I that know. i know i am i hate you more now i know it's okay no. i can handle it yeah well I will gladly start us off Go for because it. you already know I have an answer, and that is the McRib. <laughs> yes, I agree. So I had two on my list, and that was that was the second one. Yeah. So <laughs> those are so gross. Bob is the very McRib. Yeah. Is he likes McRibs? It's a food of the flesh. It <laughs> feeds into your heart's <laughs> evilest <laughs> desires. So I feel like a more sinful person after eating a McRib. It's mystery meat. It's it's literally made of flesh. <laughs> and well, we all know it and it gets worse every single year and McDonald's is sitting there like it's back for a limited time and then we're here like no one like, cares isn't it like going away or something for good I hope so. so they say permanently lock that thing away I mean no. how do they get it to look no. like it has ribs in it well it, it's formed right because they put like all the scraps from the floor into a blender yeah and it's formed it. of the yeah. evil desires yeah. of the heart Bob is losing <laughs> his pajama bottoms over here man <laughs> he's freaking out you love that thing come on no those are the McRib it's not even rib meat it's there's nothing good about it you know <laughs> The only thing good is the sauce. I mean, that, that's it. <sighs> and they put too much of it on there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's if it were an actual <laughs> dude. You're about I feel, to get jumped. I feel, I feel unsafe in this house. <laughs> There's gonna be one less host on this podcast our next yeah, week. Well, Bob's gonna be Ryan, Ryan and I. In fact, if you don't mind, yeah, there might be an open. <laughs> no, is this my interview? Yeah, it yeah. might be. All right. Um. You guys have anything else? So the McRib, huh? That's yours. Go ahead, Ryan. Well, I was just going to say um, the fries that I ate on the way here yeah. might have been the worst fast food that I've ever gotten. Wow. They were just... Are you a fan of crinkle cut fries? I am, yeah. Okay. But because I, I always feel like they're so dry when I eat them. Like, very few times have I got crinkle cut fries and they're good fries. I think... I don't know. I'm a big... I consider myself a fry connoisseur. Mm. Um, ah. Yeah. So, okay. I actually... <laughs> um, my favorite... professional in the building, everybody. Yeah. My favorite fries are waffle fries. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Bob, your food opinions don't count. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of count. We, uh, we can... I can reliably know that Bob is there to disagree with every food opinion I have ever. Anytime I say something, after we're done recording, he's like, okay, you're wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. This is what it should be. He's like, really? You like this? And I'm like, yes. I know that's, I know that's kind of a hot take, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> but the fries that I had on the way here back to that were yeah. like, it, I don't think that they put them in the fryer. They just put them. Straight from the bag that they came in, right, right into the, the package for my, yeah, from McDonald's. So bad fries are bad crummy. McDonald's. Yeah. That cold was just fries are crummy. They were cold. They were, just gross. <laughs> so that's what I got. Well, staying on the uh, the McDonald's theme, yeah, I would have to say the fillet of fish. <laughs> Bob, really? <laughs> Bob, you like the one. fillet of fish too? Three for three. Oh, 
three for three. What? I'm I mean, go. first I'm of go. all, there's no yeah. fish in the fillet of fish. Sorry, you're not getting any sponsors from McDonald's for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but we weren't planning on it. So. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and then and then to put a piece of cheese on it. I mean, what are we doing? Well, the, the cheese is the worst part, but I actually like the fillet of fish. It's not too bad. Um, I don't typically order it, um, but I. I did a lot when I was in. It, I guess it depends on where. When I was in Colorado, I I ordered the filet fish quite a bit more. And out here, I, I haven't ordered, but I don't understand the cheese. That's weird to me. No, it's That's super weird. weird. Yeah. What? Do you um, ever put cheese on any other fish? I don't put cheese on any fish. Okay, so yeah. why why the filet fish? I I don't know. I do, I don't know. It's quite <laughs> no. strange to me as well. Yeah. You know, I don't think. I don't like m- most of the things that come from Wendy's. I don't understand why it's popular. To be uh, to be quite honest with you, I, think I feel th- like the items on Wendy's are good. Finding a Wendy's that makes them well, true, difficult. The wow. Wendy's in Manuka, we got, the, yeah, is the Wendy's garbage, so bad. I'm sorry if I don't know why anybody from Wendy's in Manuka would be listening, but I, I you need to hear this. <laughs> this is your Wendy's is horrible. I hate every time I go there. Like, yeah. you know, I do get a taste for Wendy's occasionally. I like I like I Wendy's, can't do it. but not that one. Every time that I go there, I'm disappointed. Every single time. I don't think I've ever been to a Wendy's and enjoyed it. Really? Maybe I've had a Baconator that was good once, mm-hmm. but the, typically it's it, it's garbage to me. I, I won't eat mm-hmm. there. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. It's I mean, every, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not. Bad. It's pretty good. And I tell you what, stay on the fries theme. Wendy's fries. This, yeah, Wendy's uh, fries. What do they call them? The sea salt this, yeah. or whatever? Yep. Yeah. Those are delicious. Yeah. Well, the, when they redid those, I guess those are all right. But yeah, I'm, those are I'm, good. I'm with curly. I'm, I like the curly fries. Yep, curly fries the are good. curly fries yeah. from Racks. Boy. Oh, and like a cup Rax. of cheese. Oh, boy. That'll that'll do it, man. Ryan's I've, looking at us with... He's never been to Racks. Yeah, I don't know what Racks is. I, I, I have. Yes. I, I don't know what Racks is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got to go there. Go to Racks after the show. Okay. Directly. And get yourself a BBC... All right. Okay. It's like a number three. Okay. Curly what? fries, cup of cheese. Don't forget that. Okay. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. Where's Where's Rats? Right on 52. It's the last one in the world. Really? I think so. Is it really? It's got to be close. They've just been closing. <laughs> oh, they're just closing. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get it while you can. Yeah. It's limited time only. Yeah. Man, BBC. What is that? It, it's like a a beef bacon cheddar sandwich. Oh, okay. Kind of a longer sandwich, mm-hmm. cheese sauce on it, Got curly it. fret, man. All right, you will not regret it. But All right, then I want I'll a text. It. Let me know how okay. much you enjoyed it. You may regret it about an hour into it, but <laughs> after that, no way. All right, I'll do it. Maybe not today, but yeah, I don't know. I will. I, I'm with you though. I think the uh, the McRib is is pretty gotta much, go. Yeah, it's gotta it's go. Time. On the flip side, one of the items that I look forward the most to is the um, the the Shamrock Shake. The Shamrock, shamrock Shake. Oh my gosh, yes. I could drink. You're a big Shamrock Shake Dude, guy. Dude, I love Shamrock yeah. Shakes. I love the Shamrock Shake. But, yeah, see, Bob again. Bob hates Bob the Shamrock again. Shake. Bob doesn't like Shamrock Shakes. But however, he likes the McRib. He likes the McRib. He likes the McRib. I remember when McDonald's <laughs> did the Egg White Delight that I remember liking it, yeah. and looking back on what it was, I really want them to bring it back. Yeah. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Never had it. The Edward Flight was good. Yeah. And they brought back the, um, what do you call it, with the, the jalapeno? Yeah, yeah, Burger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they didn't bring back the white cheddar in the sauce. They changed it. Mm, and yeah. so now it's crummy. Mm, so I don't know what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's a real shame. Well, let's get to know your dad. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so, I mean, we ask all our guests um, just to share their testimony, kind of how they came into a relationship with Christ. And um, so, yeah, take take it away. All right. Well, um, I grew up in the Catholic Church. Um, was an altar boy. You know, did the first communion, the confirmation, the CCD, all that. And, um, it just. Um, I don't know. It, it never really got into the the faith of the church. Um, growing up, um, you know, definitely understood that there was there was something you know more out there for us. Uh, but Catholic faith is 
is a little different than, than what we're used to now here going to Southfield and, you know, understanding the relationship that you need to have with, with Jesus and, and accepting him as your forgiver and leader. So, um, there was always some type of, of church in, in my, in my, my youth, but then once, um, once high school came around, we still went occasionally. My brother was a little bit younger than me. He's four years younger. So, you know, he was still doing his thing and we were still going and just, you know, started drifting. Um, and it's a slow drift, you know, it doesn't take, it takes a long time just kind of to flow away. And, um, went to college. Uh, that's where, that's where I met Katie, uh, Ryan's mom, who was on the podcast earlier. Where'd you go to school at? We went to Blackburn college, uh, down by St. Louis. So, um, when I met Katie, it was, it was different. Um, I knew her family went to church. Um, so started going with her when I was home for the weekends, uh, in the summertime, started to, to realize that there was something more, um, something more out there that I should be, should be seeking and looking after. And I really don't know the specific time. Um, but I do remember there was quite a few sermons at, at her church where they were talking about the ABCs, um, and, and saying that there was definitely something more for you in this life than, than just being here. And, and that's when I really started to investigate this a little more. And, and, and Ryan knows, I mean, Katie's parents, you know, Karen and Tom were, were huge in the church, huge in their faith. Um, so I, I started looking towards that and, and I did accept Jesus into my life. And, and at that point, and, you know, it's, it's been fantastic. Um, you know, however, I, I do look back before that happened and there were multiple times when, you know, God was present in my life. And there was, there were times where I can look back and be like, wow, that was, that was definitely a God moment. I just didn't realize it at the time because I wasn't focused on that aspect of it. Um, but yeah, it's, a uh, it's been a, it's been an interesting ride. And, and, you know, Katie has definitely been the biggest part of me coming to Christ. Um, I did get baptized a year ago. Um, probably should have done that a lot sooner than I did. Uh, but just wasn't something that was on my mind at the time and but I did it and it was awesome. So when you talk about um the Catholic faith uh or the Catholic religion as a whole and then how that religion compares or contrasts to to Christianity, what's what's the relationship difference like between the two? Because what we hear is a lot of people who grow up Catholic there doesn't seem to be the same emphasis on a personal relationship with Christ. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. There wasn't that focus on having a relationship with Christ. It was it was more the good deeds um, that you could do and following the law and, and going to confession every week and confessing your sins. And, you know, you were in that men's group that, that Dave led with us. And yeah. the, the thing that Dave always says is, you know, you feel like you can do whatever you want during the week, go to confession, you're forgiven. Next thing you know, you're, you're off and running. Right. Um, so that was the biggest difference for me. And so now that I guess you're, you're not kind of playing that, that confession game where you're living just kind of like the world throughout, how has that changed as, as the, 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 the spiritual leader in your, in your home, like taking on that role you know, now that you've chosen to be baptized and you're in your in a Christ follower in your own right by your decision, I I remember when I made that decision a couple of years ago. Um, not that I I wasn't a Christian before, but my wife was driving that car for us as a family, and it wasn't her responsibility to drive that car. Right, I was supposed to be the one that was the spiritual leader, and so taking on that role and changing the dynamic for our family was a big deal, especially in her eyes. Um, have you experienced kind of that yet? Or are you kind of at the place where you're working towards it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I would definitely say I'm working towards that. Um, and I would think Ryan would probably agree with that. I mean, your mother's definitely continues to not only say be the spiritual leader in the family, but the spiritual encourager, I guess. Um, and, and when I got baptized, I definitely 
I, I would hope that it looked like I was taking that step. Um, and I would hope that I still have been leaning towards that at the household and, and, and yeah. being more vocal about, not vocal, but just being that leader in the house and, and, mm-hmm. and showing them what it means to be a Christ follower. I was so worried about that, Rich, because I, I felt like I felt like I had wasted so much time, you know? I felt like I had wasted so much time just kind of being um, fun, silly dad, you know? Like, I would... Uh, I, of course, we would always go to church, but it wasn't a show. It, we believed it, but once we weren't in church, we just... We did what we did, what we did you know? We weren't making it a priority in our lives. And so I thought to myself, man, my kids got to see that for way too long. And now here they are, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to change. Are they going to take this change seriously or are they going to remember how it was? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I, I, I think there were a lot of times where I probably wasn't setting the, the correct example. Um, and there's still times when and maybe I don't, um, but I'm still learning from it. Yeah. Um, I know that, that I'm forgiven. Um, and I know that it's, it's, we're day to day. Um, I'm taking it one day at a time. I can't, I can't fix the 18 years of, of mistakes that I made along the way with Ryan and, and the other kids for that matter. Um, but I know that moving forward i'm not going to continue to do that isn't that nice yeah 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 and you got to let yourself you, you know you don't have to stay there right like it's it's um you you taking that jump to to be baptized and show i guess just what a what a father in a in, you know and a husband does i think speaks volumes of of um well, your walk, right, and your and your maturity in that, and so I'm I'm really happy. I mean, I've it, I've had a great time getting to know you as a friend, and I and I get to hang out with your boy all the time, which is fantastic too. So, we really appreciate you coming on. Do you guys want to lead uh, kind of our group, our kind of our study on on? on we're going to talk about wisdom today. Yeah, sure. Um, Adam, I sent you something that I found was supposed to be kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah. Um. I guess it's just the difference, right, between... Why don't you explain that? All right, so um, you sent me kind of this... Well, it was essentially some it, a way where it was like separating the differences between knowledge and wisdom and philosophy and whatnot. So uh, I'm just going to read it for you guys. It says, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. We all know that a tomato is technically a fruit, That's as knowledge. much as we don't want to admit it sometimes. <laughs> Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. Not to put a tomato in a fruit salad because the flavors don't match. That's wise. Philosophy is wondering whether that makes ketchup a smoothie. It's a fruit, it's blended up, and other ingredients are added, so why wouldn't it be? Common sense is knowing that ketchup is not a smoothie. <laughs> ketchup is a condiment. So the difference between how people think. Yeah. Right? Yes. yes. The difference between knowledge and wisdom and philosophy and common sense. So with that, um, Ryan, did you want to kind of start us off with our talk about wisdom? Sure. What the, what, the, what the Bible tells us about wisdom. Sure. So you had the, the passage from James... Is that James? Um, uh, the, James one. James yeah. one, uh, verses. Go two through five. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So, um, this is from James one, and it says, "Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach." And it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Um, so I got, I thought this was a perfect passage to talk about um, from wisdom. And I like how it, it addresses the fact that you're asking for wisdom and faith. So faith, faith comes first and asking, um, 
for wisdom and it also it's also um addressed after a passage about trials and i don't think that's that's not an accident um because the wisdom is most important while you're going through um trials yeah and um i like this definition of um wisdom that i had and it said it's god-given and god-centered discernment about the practical issues of life um so yeah what did did you have uh um no well i something that i noticed because i know we're doing our study on isaiah right now Mm -hmm. and one of the woes in chapter five we talked about was um man relying on his own wisdom and his own discernment and kind of leaning into that when things get tough while James is telling us the opposite. It's telling us to lean into God during Mm -hmm. those times. So I thought that was really interesting because you look around today and people are talking about how they feel about something, how what they, what they know. And I feel like more than ever recently, it's all about your personal take on something. Because, it, like, you do you kind of thing. And that's not what the Bible tells us. Yep. You know? So you're seeing so many people just won't really do what they want. And, again, going back to Isaiah, you see all the different things that Isaiah was told by God that uh, Judea, Judea and uh, Israel are being um, essentially punished for yeah. or going to be punished for. And you can make a lot of connections to today and you probably could a hundred years ago. You're probably going to be able to a hundred years from now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've noticed that as well, Adam, that's a really good point. You know, you think about, um, how much, how much, uh, I guess just time and energy and emphasis is put on how we personally read a situation. And we think so highly of our own opinions and so highly of our own thoughts. And we lean on our own, understanding of things and we are clearly told in scripture that our ways are not his ways that his ways are higher and yet here we have generate it's not just this generation right generation after generation after generation choosing to to live out their truth yeah their perception of whatever they're dealing with is is what they believe is true it's true to them so that's as far as they're concerned, that's that's their truth. Yep. And and they're trusting their heart, they're trusting their emotions, mm-hmm. they're trusting their feelings, and Proverbs clearly tells us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's You got it? Well, I was gonna humility precedes honor. Yeah. Um that's that's from one of that's from Proverbs fifteen. It says it says fear of the Lord teaches wisdom, humility precedes honor. So Beautiful. it's about it's about not um, not relying on your own, what you think is wisdom, right? But it's it's dying to yourself and understanding that you need to lean on God. Excellent. You got anything, Rich? Do we do we touch it? No, I think we got it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if we are not looking at our lives and our situations through the lens of Scripture. Right, if we are only going to look at that through our own, our own thoughts, our own personal, you know, worldviews and beliefs, then what we're going to get is a worldly view yep. of, of 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 everything that we see. Mm-hmm. Until we we completely turn from that and start looking at that through the lens of what Scripture has to say about it, we're always going to be mixed up. We're always going to be dealing with these same same problems. Yeah, I mean, Ryan, I, I know when you first started in, in activities and in sports, you know, it took a while, but I would always say, you know, regardless of win or lose, we, we praise God when we win, we praise God when we lose. Yep. And it's not about the winning, it's not about the losing, it's about it's about God and, mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and showing that you there's a higher there's there's something better than than what we're doing here yeah. and when we're playing sports and we're going to school and music and and all that it's we have to look to him right and look to him first really is what it's about that's it you know Dennis has said it in 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 uh, multiple times in um in service right this is not our home yeah right like this is this is a, the land of our affliction mm-hmm. Joseph was taken 
from the promised land, sent to Egypt. And, and while he may have prospered there, that was still the land of his affliction. That's, that's the world for Christians. You know, we're only here for a little while. There's things that we have to accomplish. Um, but this world is not our home. And so I think uh, that's a really good point to, to know just what's important and what's not. So well said. All right, boys. Yeah, this has awesome. been this has been great. Even though we had a less than adequate guest. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so did I did did I pass the you interview? Did. You did. Yeah, yeah. 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 You did a great 100%. job. Hundred percent. Well, I I appreciate you guys you having me on. Got a two thirds vote. Oh, two thirds vote. <laughs> well, it's election season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been episode ten. We made it to double digits of the Circle of Drain podcast with our guest. <laughs> Uh, Rich Kuchar and you call him dad. Okay, this is this is with my dad. Um, We are signing off with our hosts Adam, yep, Jared, and I'm Ryan, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Nope. No. Stop it. That's not. That's our thing. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.